Well, hello there. Fancy meeting you here. My name is Tommy Jones, and this is my podcast. So let's take a few minutes, talk about life, and we will see where we end up. Welcome to Off the Cuff. I'm glad you're here. Hello again, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. My name is Tommy. I'm your host. So glad you're joining me today. I don't know if you guys ever heard, I don't know if the jingle I wrote for this ever actually made it onto a podcast, but I wrote a jingle and it said, this is Tommy's podcast. Welcome to my podcast. I hope you enjoy my podcast. Let's have a little fun and talk about stuff. I feel like that my jingle got nixed by someone and I'm trying to figure out who would possibly have the authority to nix a jingle from my podcast. But I, somewhere along the way, so, but if, if you've never heard that jingle, there it is. I hope you enjoy it. So today, uh, uh, this is just sort of a random one today, but that's all right because it's called Off the Cuff, and so it uh, has permission to be random. What I want to talk about today is the topic of church membership. Been thinking about this for a long time. Uh, it was brought back up for me a couple of weeks ago. Uh, my brother Jeff called me and said, hey, uh, let's... Uh, actually, he called me and was like, meet me at this conference in Conway. Uh, I'm going to be a speaker. I just want you to come with me. And I was like, all right, sweet. That sounds great. So I drive to this conference in Conway. It was a conference for churches who had left the Methodist Church, uh, left the United Methodist Church, and they were all sort of independent or looking to join this other organization or whatever. And so whatever, Jeff was one of the speakers there. So he calls me and says, hey, meet me at this deal. You're not speaking, but you're going to sort of be my entourage. And I was like, all right, sweet. Well, whatever, you know. At first, I was like, I don't want to go. He talked me into it. So I go. I get there, and when I get there, I'm walking into the conference, and someone comes up to me and says, hey, you're Tommy Jones. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, well, here's your microphone. And I was like, for what? And like, you're going to be one of our speakers today, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, I didn't have that information. But I uh, quickly jotted down some notes based on whatever the conference seemed to be about. And then Jeff and I were going to speak together, which was pretty cool. That was pretty fun. But during the course of our time, so Jeff and I are up on this platform together. There's a room full of people. Uh, Most of the people uh, would probably be like maybe the more traditional people you might see at a church conference. So a little older, you know, had been doing things a certain way for a certain time. But as Jeff and I were talking, the subject of membership comes up. And so they asked how we do members at our church. I answered. And when I answered this question, it was as if I had, I don't, it was as if I had just made fun of the picture of their grandkid on their phone. I don't know what, it, but it was just bad. It was like, I lost the crowd. And so I just thought maybe we would just spend a couple of minutes today sort of talking through some thoughts on church membership. And then I'll get to the plan we have here for those who don't know it, and then you'll probably see why everyone freaked out. But let's start with the issue. So a few years back, I wanted to begin to look at the way we did church membership. And the reason was this. We had a lot of members of our church. I don't know how many. Honestly, I really don't know. People would always ask me, how many, you know, anytime you meet somebody from another church, the first question they ask every time is, well, how many members you got over there? And I would always say something like, I don't know, somewhere between, you know, 40 and 50,000. Well, that's probably not in the ballpark of accurate, but I knew it was more than they had. And I thought that's really what the conversation was about, who had the most, you know, like, so I just said some ridiculous number. The truth is, I, I don't really know. We had a lot. We had a lot of people who were members of our church. And you basically became a member by coming up in front of the church and saying, I will support the church with my prayers, my presence, my gifts, my service, and my witness. And that was cool. Uh, I guess 
really you're probably supposed to become a member through baptism or all these other things. And maybe we were supposed to have classes. I don't know. But what I saw was a high level of, I guess, public confession of, I don't mean confession of anything really deep. I mean, confessing in public that I will support the church, that my prayers, my presence, my gifts, my service. But I saw a very low level of commitment. As a matter of fact, we would see some people who had like made this emotional decision to come join the church, and then we would never see them again. It was as if joining a church actually inoculated them to living inside of any real Christian fellowship. And then you would see like obituaries where it would say, you know, Billy Bob was a member of Grace Church for, you know, whatever years. And I'd be like, I've never even heard of Billy Bob. I've never even heard of this person. And our church isn't that big where I never would have heard of someone who isn't actually a member for all these years. And so I didn't love the way membership was done at our church. And I'm listen, I'm not saying what we did after this was right. I'm just saying it was one solution. So I began to look at what membership looked like in the church. And if you've been to this church at all, you know I frequently go to the book of Acts when I'm looking at this. And I go to Acts 2.42 because I think this sort of, for me, describes what church was meant to be or what the experience was meant to be like or whatever. And, and so I'm not saying we do exactly what they did because it's contextual, but I think the heart of this is what, what it means to be a church member. Acts 2.42, it says this, They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with all the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. So here, here's what we know so far. There's people who have devoted themselves to studying the apostles' teaching. They're devoted to fellowship, doing life together. They're devoted to breaking bread and to praying. That's all gorgeous. And then it says everyone is filled with many wonders and signs. Perf- everyone is filled with all with the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. So it means something's happening. They're out there doing something that people are seeing. Verse 44, all the believers were together and had everything in common. So there's a sense of great unity. It says they sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had a need. All right, so, so they're giving for they're being generous. There's a sense of generosity. There's a sense of giving. There's a sense of sharing. Verse 46, every day they continued to meet together in temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and they ate with glad and sincere hearts. They're praising God and enjoying the favor of all people. And the Lord added daily to the number of those who are being saved. That that, that those things they did, and we sort of boil that down here as knowing, growing, giving, serving, praising. That they, they knew each other. They developed relationships to be known. They were growing. They were growing in their knowledge of God. They were studying. They were growing in their likeness of Christ. Uh, they were giving. They're being generous. They're, they're helping people who have needs. They're serving. And they're out there performing things that the world is seeing. And they're praising. Growing, knowing, giving, serving, praising. And so I'm willing to bet that the way you could tell who was a member and who was not a member of that early church wasn't because their name was on some sacred piece of parchment. It was because they were doing these things. Like, I think, this is my understanding, and I could be wrong, that the way they knew who was a member of the church was they looked around. Not they looked in a computer database, not an Excel document. They didn't check the obituaries. They looked around the room, and they saw who was walking beside them. They looked when they were serving and they said, oh, these people are serving with me. And I saw them at the worship thing and they've been praying that this, these must be the other members of my church. I don't think it was a matter of having your name on, on, a, on a plaque or, you know, like, I, I think it was about you knew who was a member by who was there, by who was working, by who was giving, by who was serving, by who was praising, who showed up at the party. Those were the members of the party. And so... For me, I was like, man, why don't we just begin to rethink membership? 
why don't we quit doing this whole, you know, put your name on a roll and your name will be on the roll forever and you're a member of this church or a founding member of the, who cares? Whatever, what difference does it make? What, what difference does it make? And so we came up with this idea and now you're about to see why I basically got booed at the pastor conference. Because I, I was like, well, why don't we just each year have people like come together in a gathering and we'll have communion, which sounds like breaking bread. We'll uh, praise, we'll have worship together, we'll pray, we'll, we'll like make a public, we'll bring a gift, a monetary gift, so we'll be sharing and giving. And each year, at the beginning of each year, we will come together, and whoever's in that room at that moment, those are the members of the church for that year. Now, at the end of a year, you can go do whatever you want, but you make a one-year commitment to be a member of this church, and, and that means you make a one-year commitment to knowing, growing, giving, serving, praising. Now, if someone can't be in the room, but they're they're there and you know, okay, they're still in. You're still in. I had that question 50 that, well, you know, Tommy, I've been here for five years and, and we're doing all those things, but we're not going to be able to make it that. Okay, well, you're still in. We're not legal. This isn't about legalism. This, we're, this, not, this is about doing something different, but it's about giving people an opportunity to come together and make the statement that, hey, I'm in. So when I shared this idea, this thing we do at the conference, I mean, I, they were staring daggers. And I get it. Like, I'm not saying that this solution for church membership is the solution for everybody. But I don't think they were like, well, what about homebound people? You know, how do you know if a homebound person is a member? Well, you know, because before they were homebound, they were living like a member. And so just because they're not there doing that, I mean, you know, in that situation that they they were a member of the church. But having this role that everyone's name is on it and we like take this pride and well I was a member of blah 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 I think there should be pride in your membership but the pride in your membership shouldn't be about your name being somewhere it should be about what you do as a member of the body and so again I'm not saying this is the end-all be-all solution it's got great holes in it I had an idea one time speaking of great holes I was like here's an idea for membership after you've been there 10 years you got to go somewhere else. You got to go somewhere else. You have 10 years, and once you've been there 10 years, then you must go somewhere else and start another church or serve in some new way. And that's obviously, that's not a good idea. That's a bad idea. That was one of my ideas, though. They got vetoed. But I do think we have to look and constantly think about what does it mean to be a member of a church. And the point of the 10-year idea was like the church needs to spread and grow and we got to get out of our comfort zone sometimes. And I think there's probably better ways to do that than having a 10-year than your out plan. Otherwise, I'd be out. So that's not what I want. Um, but m- m- I think my heart on it is is pure that I want to look and, and instead of lowering the level of what it means to be a member, which is sort of what I felt like we had done. You just come up and you say this thing and then, okay, you're in and we all clap like you've done something. It's not about that. It's about the way you live. It's about the choices you make. Because what you can end up with if membership is based on something other than what you actually do, you can end up with people who are really toxic members of a church. I mean, they're toxic. And, and like when toxic people uh, are, are members of a church or think they're, then they kind of begin to, to pollute the body. As a matter of fact, a lot of churches, the truth is, uh, if if some of those toxic people would leave, it'd be like the Ariana Grande song. We got one less problem without you, baby. I mean, because 
toxic. If you're basing your church membership on, you know, getting your needs met or on someone noticing you or on your name being on some sacred piece of parchment, if you're basing the membership on something other than obedience to Christ by by um, living out as part of the body of Christ, uh, then you're basing it on something that's that's wrong. You know, people who say they're they're members of the church, but they they constantly bash everything that's going on. They never bring any complaints directly to the pastor or the staff. They just talk bad about everything. So they're, that's not unity. That's stirring up division. Well, I would say that person's, if they were a member of a church, they were only a member because their name was on a paper. They're not a member because they're living like one. And so membership in a local church should be about living as a member of a local church, not just putting your name on some piece of paper. And maybe I'm even belaboring this a little bit, or maybe I'm overthinking it, but I don't think I am. I just know that, like, if, I mean, you read Paul's letters, and, like, he was kind of hard on people. He was like, listen, you want to be a member of this church? This is what it means. And it was, like, such a high, lofty, elevated thing. I mean, you look at the Acts story, you know, these people, Ananias and Sapphira, and they come and they didn't bring their best to the church. And they're just, they're dead. They die. Um, they, I mean, it's pretty harsh. And so maybe, uh, maybe I need to rethink it again, but I just felt like the way membership was being done was just watering down. And if you have a bunch of people who claim to be members of a church, but they're not knowing, they're not growing, they're not giving, they're not serving, they're not praising, they're not living it out, nothing in their life reflects it, then they are a negative representation on that church and a negative representation of the gospel. And so they're not a productive member of the body. You know, that, that's, that's a part of the body that needs to be either restored um, and, and, you know, made healthy again, or it's a part of the body that probably needs to be amputated. But those are just some of my thoughts on church membership. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. I've probably heard from a lot of you. Uh, some of you I haven't. But it was, I mean, again, I'm not saying this is the answer and the solution to all things, but I do think it's worthy. And I think we as people who are listening to this, and if you're listening to this, you're probably a member of, of our church or some church. Are you living that out? Are you a member because you wear the t-shirt that says grace? Or are you a member because you're really a contributing part of the body of Christ? Because, you know, are you a member because you're actually knowing, getting to know people, you're growing your knowledge of God, you're giving, you're serving, you're praising, like your presence in this place and in this community as a member of this house, it makes a difference in the world. I just think we, guys, I do a lot of funerals. I do a lot of funerals. And they're like, oh, they were a member of blah, blah, you know, Cornerstone First, Second Street, Church of the whatever. I'm like, okay, and well, what did they do there? Well, they were a member. What you're telling me is their name was on a piece of paper. And so, like, let's, let's elevate the idea of church membership. And, and, if, and if you see in you that there is toxicity, that you're doing things that are, that are hurting the church by your witness outside of the church or, or by your lack of participation or by your half-hearted participation, then, then, then pray that God gives you a, a restoring Go to someone in the church. Say, help me. I want to grow. I want to do more. I want to, I want to press into what I was really called to do. And this isn't about striving for God's love or anything. This is just about doing what people do who are members of a body of Christ. And so I think it's worthy of thought. Anywho, that's uh, some thoughts on church membership today.
if you have ideas, man, shoot them to me. I'd love to hear them. Tommy at thegracechurch.net. Otherwise, I will talk to you guys soon. I'm working on another seven-day deal, another seven-day devotion. I think I'm going to do one on, on the Holy Spirit, so look for that coming out pretty soon. Uh, also, I've got some good interviews with folks that I'm lining up. So I'm excited, guys. We're going to have some fun stuff. But I love you, and thank you again for listening. And invite a friend to check this out. Talk to you soon. Jones out.